passenger seat with a chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and on today's episode I'm driving home from work. Had a pretty long day at work with quite a few things to do, so it's really nice to have a drive in my favourite car on my way home. It's a really nice way of kind of decompressing from the day, relaxing a little bit and uh, having a little bit of fun in every day and that's definitely one of the best things about dailying my classic car. My quirk of classic car ownership for you today is actually how as much as we might love our own classic car, although sometimes we probably have a few choice words for them, there's always a little list of other cars that you'd love to have a little drive in or test out or potentially one day own. And if you're lucky enough to be someone like Steph from iDriver Classic or Ian from Hubnut, you get those opportunities. Uh, whereas some of us we've got to get that either friendship group with somebody who owns one or we've got to uh, buy one ourselves at some point to have a go. So that leads quite nicely into today's podcast topic of my top 10 favourite cars that I would love to have a go at driving. So starting off the list in no particular order, it's just 10 cars that I'd really love to uh, have an opportunity to drive at some point, um, is probably my most likely to drive eventually to be honest and it's a car that I've mentioned a few times on the podcast before and that is Nelly. I actually mentioned her in last week's podcast uh, when I talked about my kind of car history and the cars that I've driven. I have technically already driven Nelly uh, around that little car park, uh, however I would love to have that opportunity one day to drive her out on the open road, take her to some shows, possibly have a little day trip with the convertible roof down and um, enjoying the, the wind through my hair uh, and that very cliche moment uh, and things like that. Uh, I know it's going to be a very different experience and I'll probably be incredibly nervous um, for a lot of it but I'm hoping that it won't be a one-off opportunity and that there'll be quite a few opportunities for me to enjoy that and uh, it's probably going to make it towards one of my favourite drives uh, when it happens. Uh, so Nelly the 1935 single Le Mans 4-seater is right there probably although this list has no order it's probably up there at the top of my list another singer that's on my list is as another car really that I've mentioned a few times but a little bit less specific I'd love to eventually have a little bit of a drive in a singer gazelle they were a car that I grew up admiring and a car that I did think about being that first car that I drove, uh, uh, purchased um, but that kind of spares availability and things didn't really make it too practical for me uh, and affordable for me to be able to drive as a daily um, but I would maybe love to own one one day 
but I would certainly love to have a driving one. Again, the convertibles definitely have an appeal for me um, because they definitely have that very American boat style feel to them that really does uh, have a lot of appeal. Another very similar era to the uh, Gazelle actually is uh, an Austin Counties. There's quite a few different options if you're familiar with them. Uh, there's uh, like the Cambridge, the Somerset, all named after various different counties in the UK. All that, fourth, uh, that 50s era I believe and they all have such beautiful kind of appearances and lines and obviously um, a very similar era of driving to what I'm used to and uh, tends to appeal to me so I would love to have a drive of one of uh, the county's cars at some point just to test it out and to see what it's like I think it would be a really interesting drive because they are that little bit bigger in appearance than a Morris Minor um, but have that kind of same era of driving. So a contemporary in terms of they probably would have been on the road at the same time. So again, that comparison to the Gazelle and, and the Morris Minor that I'm familiar with um, would be a really interesting little drive um, and uh, something that I'd, I'd love to have a go in and uh, is, a, is a very beautiful car when I've seen them at shows, so it would be just a fantastic experience, I think. A car that I've admired for a little while, actually, um, but especially since watching um, Hubnut's video on it. I'd seen a few of them kind of out and about, actually. I've seen a few of them locally, kind of just out and about. I think I saw one drive past my house, um, and that is the Citroen Traction Avant. I'm not too fussy on kind of year or anything like that. Uh, I'd be happy to try almost any of them out really. Um, but there's so many unique and first use features on that car, uh, which I learned from the Hubnut video, that I think would be make for a really interesting drive. And it's such a beautifully styled car as well. Quite a big car. Uh, quite unusual in its appearance, especially given that it was produced well into the 50s as well. Uh, it just has a, a very interesting appeal. And again, not really a car I think I'd like to own, but it's certainly one that I would enjoy a day out in. And, um, uh, and the experience of driving it, um, much like uh, an Austin County's car, um, whereas a Gazelle and, and Nelly are on my list of cars that I would like to drive a, a little bit more regularly, perhaps at some point. Moving a little bit out of uh, my comfort zone, a car that I would love to drive um, from a little bit of a later period is actually a Reliant Scimitar. 
as I've mentioned I think before on the podcast my parents did used to own one and I think they're really interesting cars I love the intriguing shape of them I love the opening uh, back window that serves as kind of the, the boot hatch and I love that they're quite uh, an unusual but very 70s 80s styled car and I think it would be quite a different drive to anything else on my list but perhaps the most similar that didn't make the list but is certainly of interest to me and that's uh, Amaris Marina perhaps driving those two would be a good comparison but um, if I had to choose between the two if I could only drive one of the two I would like to have a go in the Reliance Scimitar just for that kind of knowledge of what my parents experienced um, and also the very unusual kind of boot and things like that. Going back to the 30s now, I would love to drive a Morris 8 of some sort. Um, As I've mentioned uh, in the MVA Rally podcast, uh, I grew up with a family friend who at one point owned two Morris 8s. I think they're very beautiful cars. Uh, My mum always speaks very highly of her experiences driving our friend's Morris 8 and what a very comfortable drive it was and how uh, kind of nice it was to sit in and uh, all these things. So again, another one I would love to experience. I really fell in love actually with the Morris 8 that was on Bangers and Cash ages ago that was kind of red and kind of creamy coloured. Um, it was almost remind me of like rhubarb and custard sweets. It was really interesting. I hadn't seen anything like it. Um, the guy had painted it those colours himself. And I know that if I had been in that auction that day, it went for something ridiculously cheap for how gorgeous it was in my eyes anyway. And uh, if I'd have been in that auction that day, my hand would probably have gone up a few times um, because it was such an interesting looking car and a Morris A, which I would love to have a go at driving. Uh, Again, not sure if I'd ever own one, Um, might be tempted to loan one through one of the classic car loan projects or um, just have a a go out in one, unless it was that really nice um, red and cream coupe, Um, although I suspect that one's possibly painted back to more original colours now. I mentioned in one of my earlier podcasts that my parents owned a Morris Minor for a very short while and eventually swapped it for a Riley Elf um, because my mum didn't find the Morris Minor very comfortable to drive and so they went for a Riley Elf uh, because she had loved minis and uh, they obviously share quite a lot of similarities with the minis. So, uh, the next car on my list is actually a Riley Elf. Controversially, I prefer how the Riley Elves and the Wolseley Hornets look compared to your more traditional Mini. I love their radiators 
and the slightly kind of sticky out boot and things like that obviously that makes them a little bit more practical as well but I think it's a really interesting and uh, lovely look to them that I prefer over the Mini and is a car that I might be tempted to own one day um, but uh, would just love a, a little spin round in as well um, because I think they're such cool little cars and have got quite a lot of character and I'm specifically saying the Riley Elf again for that kind of family connection of having owned one when I was younger and driven around in one when I was younger um, but also I really like the name uh, as silly as it sounds uh, I think a, a Riley Elf sounds much more friendly and cheeky compared to uh, a Wolseley Hornet Another car that's pretty familiar with my family and I think that's probably quite a serious running theme in this podcast is driving a Hillman Imp. Um, we do currently own one as a family. My dad owns a Hillman Imp Spring Special which is quite an unusual uh, Hillman Imp if you know your Hillman Imps. Um, so maybe uh, at some point once that's back on the road I'll get to drive one of those uh, get to drive that for a little bit and see what that's like um, because my dad is a big fan of Hillman Imps and Singer Chamois and uh, speaks very highly of them so I definitely like to have a go at that and uh, see what all the fuss is about. I also follow some very beautiful um, Hillman Imps that are on my Instagram page and they seem to have a lot of fun in them so it's certainly a fun little car I'm definitely drawn to a lot of fun little cars uh, that you can kind of drive about in also I think part of the appeal for me is that the the kind of rallying heritage that the Hillman Imp has I've got a lot of kind of interest and respect to those who have kind of been involved in rallying in the past and uh, the Hillman Imp's heritage there definitely appeals to me a car that I grew up admiring for many years as a child and I think every child at every car show is drawn to them is the Austin Healy frog-eyed sprite they are such fun happy little cars that draw a lot of attention at car shows and I talk about talked about them actually and the attention that it drew at the BMC and Leyland weekend and I think it would be such an experience not only to experience the driving of a different car um, one that I've not driven before but also people's very happy smiley faces I suspect when they see one out driving with its big grin and its big googly eyes and things like that. Finally, number 10 on my list is something really early. I'm not very fussy, um, but I would love to try something very early motoring. So something like 1910s or 20s, um, I know a few people with them so maybe that might come to fruition and again even driving something like that around a field or a car park would be quite the experience in itself um, but I'd love to get that feel of very early motoring that those cars can offer and get to know kind of 
where we've really come from, even from there to Peggy, and get uh, and compare it even more so to uh, some of the more modern cars that I've driven. I think it'd be a really fascinating experience. Um, I've heard such interesting stories from people who have driven them, and even interesting things like the fact that a lot of them don't have speedos, but they'll have useful things like clocks instead. Um, and they're just a completely different driving experience that kind of speeds and stuff that they'll go at, uh, the gearboxes being uh, so early and different, some of them having that pre-selection on the steering wheel and things, all these completely unique things that you're only going to find in those very early cars are most certainly something that I would at least like to try once. rundown of my top 10 cars that I would like to experience driving one day. My biggest issue is that I'm so attached to Peggy now, even with all the issues that she's given me over the last uh, couple of months, that I think I'd struggle to ever sell her um, because she's made me so happy. I've had so many lovely adventures with her um, and the idea of ever parting with her is just something I don't want to ever think about at the moment um, but there's all these other cars that I would love to have a go at driving or potentially owning and so I'm trying to work out the the eternal car struggle of mm, what 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 do you do do you try and, and, and borrow one for a bit have a have a little go and obviously things like the classic car loan project are fantastic for that because I believe there is a Riley Elf available on the Classic Car Loan Project um, and that would be a lot of fun but um, it's finding out uh, where we can get these opportunities and things like that but this podcast has put all those 10 cars out in the universe for me and so maybe some of them will come to fruition well, we know some of them will but... um, Maybe more of them will now that we've put it out in the universe. I hope you have enjoyed hearing uh, my top 10 list. I'd love to hear uh, some of the cars that you haven't driven that you would love to have a go at driving and um, any that you've driven from my list and what your experiences were like. So get in touch with me either through Instagram or in the comments section on this YouTube video. Thank you ever so much for listening and drive safely and happy motoring.